You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. You're listening to The Mando Show, a podcast and review of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian and all things Star Wars. This week we look at the finale of Ahsoka, The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord. Welcome back, everybody, to The Mando Show. I don't know what to say about this finale. Uh, We're going to look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. Good way. The finale of Ahsoka has come and gone, and uh, things were answered, and Mm -hmm. many questions were posed at the end also. So we're going to get into that right now, and we're mixing up a little bit today. So to the left of me is... Uh, Joe, the unapologetic Star Wars fan, and yeah, I like oh, that. He okay, did the, he, he did the like left hand. Am I? Am it, I on the left? Is he the okay. left? I yeah. know, I know. It's that's why we don't mix things up. And new person to the left, yeah, because uh, yeah, we're trained, trained to, to a certain point now. Okay, across the table from me, Caddy Corner, Kitty Corner, Udi Alvarado, Star Wars fan and podcaster. Yeah, and directly across the table from me, Chad, the resident Mandalorian. Yeah. Hi, Chad. Hi. Thanks for being here, Chad. Happy to. Good to see you. <laughs> and I would never leave you behind. <laughs> and I am Derek Alvarado, father of two tattoo artists and Star Wars fan for life. Okay, guys. Okay. So, very first question I'm going to ask. How did you feel when you finished watching it the first time? Because I'm assuming you watched it more than once, right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No. I've only gotten one and a half. Okay. More because oh of work schedule. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's all right. I get that. So, since since one and a half watcher, I, I'm going to... I have bets on what Joe is going to say. I do too. But Joe, how did you feel when you finished watching the episode? My mind was going off, you know, for a long time after... Um, I enjoyed it. The more, the more um, I was thinking about it, like this whole season has been like, oh, you know, little nods to Clone Wars and nods to Rebels. That that's been obvious, but this episode I think really paid on to the people, not only nods to those shows, but this was for people who absolutely loved those shows, not just oh, you know, this tied in with Mandalorian. I want to watch a cartoon. Um, I think this really went deeper into some of the the lore that Filoni probably started with with Clone Wars didn't get to finish with Rebels and uh now it looks like we might get some answers in a later episode or season or another show so then how did you really feel about it no i'm just kidding okay <laughs> all right udi well i i sent the message in our in our group chat and i was like applauding and I was applauding because I enjoyed how Fumiala directed it, like the overall direction of of it. 
Um, I enjoyed. It was good. But are there problems and things that I'm like, oh, man, I didn't like that? Yes. Yes. But overall, I liked it. I, I, overall, I liked it. And I, and I think Fumiyama did an amazing job at directing that because of all the stuff that happened. So, yeah. Okay. Chad? I don't like it. You didn't sound very convincing. <laughs> hey, you know, know, if you're interrogating somebody, would you believe that answer? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it was enjoyable. The The longer it kind of sits on the palette, the more questions I have, especially reading through a lot of comments from people on Reddit. Um, there was the, the responses overall. It was enjoyable, but there's some issues with it. Yeah. Right. Okay. And uh, I was I'm kind of ambiguous on the whole thing. Um, there are moments when I'm unhappy with it and there are moments when I am happy with it. So I'm falling like right in the meh zone Mm -hmm. between it all. Um, and, um, we're going to talk about why. So, uh, the very beginning of this episode, man, I just watched it again this morning. Where did it start at? Who is paying attention? I fell asleep in class. (laughs) <laughs> um where did it start <laughs> i just watched it this morning too holy crap that's not a good sign that there we can't remember. so many so many other things that happened later on i know that's what i'm trying to go back um, to wasn't it in it starts doesn't it start with uh morgan telling thron we're ready to go and he's like no we're not gonna leave yet and then they night sister her face that's part of it i don't think that's right at the beginning is it i think that was what played before the credit the Ahsoka title. Yeah, because I think Thrawn was pretty much saying like uh, how he's been defeated by Jedi before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he didn't like that feeling of it, so we're going to... And then he didn't want to underestimate them because he because the Empire had done that prior and he wasn't going to do the same thing. He wasn't going to let the, the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker get there. So send out two TIE fighters. And- right. Okay, so what's going on is... He gets a report. They know where the Jedi shuttle is. So he sends out a couple of TIE fighters. Uh, he wants the uh, Night Sisters to, or the the great, the grandmothers or whatever, great mothers, um, to give blessing, their blessing to... Um, Morgan. Morgan, thank you. Mm-hmm. And that was that was a cool little, little thing. Yep. Now we see how they get their marks on their faces. Yep. So, but how many of you were wondering if she was going to get turned into a zombie right then and there? Oh, did, I, did that I cross like, your mind? I was there. I was like, oh, are they going to go like full, like put her in the robes and the whole, that's where I went. I'm like, they're going to like fully induct her into being an, uh, a grandmother or whatever, a great mother. That's not the feeling I got. I that's what I, I was wondering. Yeah. I, well, I, I thought that like when he was like, well, basically paraphrasing that you're going to need to stay behind. And, yeah. the whole, and the whole time she was like, out of all this crap, I went to get here. You're yeah. leaving me? Yeah. <sighs> well, I, I think that came a little bit later when they showed up. It didn't happen right then and there. No, for no some, that was for, after. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she did get a really cool sword, right? How cool was that thing? I really like that Cool sword. to see it in live action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where where else have we seen that sword? Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Who it, had it? The, the, so they called it the Blade of Talzma? Talzin? Talzin. Which was the main Night Witch in Clone Wars, and she actually fought Mace Windu with that blade. Oh, I see. Yeah. So 
it's something that they conjure up. They can have more than one. Apparently. Yeah. Because or uh, rebring it back, reanimate, reanimate the weapon. it, reanimate. I'm, I'm gonna go with that one. That fits the theme, right? Reanimating it. I feel like they just recreated it. I'm going with that one. It okay. makes more sense. That makes more sense. All right. So she does get that cold, cool sword. I like the green flames on it. It looks oh, yeah. really neat. Very and cool. not to mention the special effects on her face when she's you mm-hmm. know going through their transformation was pretty cool too. So. But yeah, for a second I thought they were gonna zombify her, like for sure. But she's she's not. She's fully capable um but then we do get that cool little scene like once that's done you see uh thrawn standing there and the two tie fighters come down you know it was just a cool way of framing mm-hmm. that particular scene mm-hmm. for me yep yep so um yeah and his his speech of uh never gonna let never gonna underestimate a Jedi ever again or anybody ever again just goes to show how determined he is mm-hmm. um, and willing to learn from his own mistakes, you know, admit to it, learn from it and going to move on. That's what makes him so particularly dangerous, I think. Um, Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. So then we get, you know, that the uh, Ahsoka uh, title screen comes up and now we switch over to... Uh, Ezra rummaging through mm-hmm. the ship, mm-hmm. right? I love this scene. These are the moments I like mm-hmm. in this episode right, right here. Yeah. Very much Ezra, so much mm-hmm. like the Ezra we we knew going through doing his thing. Hu Yang just like, what are you doing? <laughs> just the dialogue between them both was hilarious. <laughs> I, yeah. got, I got a system here. So do I. <laughs> you have a user, have a method, not yeah. a system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, that was great. That whole, huh? I mean, I had one little problem with it, but I didn't really care. What? What was the real problem? He just happens to have the emitter, the same one. Like, oh, hey, I kept it. I'm like, ah, okay, I'll let it go. I mean, I don't care because I like that, but I could be like very critical. Be like, really? He's going to keep one just in case. And just, you know, I could, I go logic, my logic takes over, but I'm like, I left it at the door because I didn't care because I thought it was cool. I, yeah. I think he did. I'll allow it. Yeah, exactly. I think he did that with many Jedi. I'm sure he could have. He's he a pack rat. He could lightsaber have. builder. Why would he, he not have. just grab his entire? And he knows inventory. where they're all at. You know, kind of. But like. but you think about how many thousands of Jedi he's done, and he's going to keep. I'm, uh, again, it was my logic that took over. Like really, but then the other side of like like Chad just said, "I'll allow it because it's cool." I'm like, "That's fine. Let it go. It's cool." Because I like what he did with the lightsaber yeah. anyway. Anyway, and, and when he ignited it for the first time, it really mirrored the first time he he ignited his little blaster saber. Same like angle, same like framing of it, which was pretty cool. I'm glad it wasn't a grown up blaster saber. Still, oh man, I would have been like. <sighs> <laughs> I did kind of wonder if he was going to go back to that. Oh man, I mean, you have that moment of like. Do you? And if he does, would that kind of be like an uh or a, a aw, kind of an ugly, an ugly moment, but kind of cool at the same time? He's clearly outgrown that, I think. Yeah. Well, yes, yes. You know, so I think it would have been, it would have been cringe. I'm glad they didn't do it. <laughs> now, like, there's a quick little, just so this dialogue that just hit, and I, I'm paraphrasing again, but he was like, yeah, I hope I did it right. Because I don't want the blade to come out too thin or something. Yeah, something to that effect. Which that was one of the complaints about rebels was the lightsaber blades are too. Thin yeah, they were like really like needle thin. I don't know. You huh. probably never heard that. Yeah, because no. if you go back, if you go back and you watch them, the the actual blades of the lightsabers are different. They're not like more. 
Yeah, they're, 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 thinner. they're skinnier. They're, yeah, they're thinnier. Yeah, they are. Thinnier. 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 That's a new word. Yeah, but, no. but it was a, a critique of Rebels when it first yeah. came out. Was like, oh, it's Space Aladdin. The lightsabers are too skinny. The whatever. But wow. Yep. Oh, the things people complain about. Okay. Oh, there were plenty. Okay, I, I was unaware of that, but you know. So it was a nice little joke, a little jab at that critique. Yeah, that's funny. Okay. Uh, well, and Sabine was sitting watch over him doing this, and there was the uh, discussion between the Master and Apprentice, um, too, which, you know, always in that dual meaning kind of thing, mm-hmm. if you really want to look at it that way. Um, even though Hu Yang was talking to Ezra about a Master and Apprentice relationship, it sure did seem to be landing more on Sabine yeah, wow. than it was on mm-hmm. Ezra. So... Uh, and then when he turns around to Ezra, and he was about, or Ezra turns around to Sabine to ask if uh, she ever learned how to make a lightsaber, because I'm pretty sure that's what the question was going to be. Yep. Uh, she's gone. Yep. So she's uh, out, outside of the ship now. And here we are again, spending more time outside the ship than inside the yep. ship. I was going to say, what did you get? Did you guys like that we got their explanation? This late in the season, or would you rather? Have oh, had it that's early? right. Yeah, when we get the explanation, uh, to me, I, I think I've been saying it. I, I don't care when they do it; just tell us what happened, and I hope it's a good reason. And when he talked about, it, I went, "Thank you," um, because I, I, I got that understanding the history of Ahsoka and what happened. I totally get why she would have that, like, "Whoa!" Like that freak out. Like I don't want to be training someone who could fall. Yeah, because. She was trained by someone who could, who someone who did fall and became, you know, who, what they became. And herself could become that too. That too, and understanding. I liked it because it it, it really highlighted again why Ahsoka left the Jedi Order in the first place because of all the the problems and and everything. So it kind of just it touched on all of that. So I'm I'm glad they did that, and I'm like, okay, I get that. That makes sense to me why she would do that. So the explanation Hu Yang gave to Ezra when he asked exactly what happened was that at the end of uh, the rebellion, the Empire raised uh, Mandalore. So, you know, and all of us who've been watching Mandalorian, you know, the the Night of a Thousand Tears uh, played a big part in Mandalorian, you know, that, that part of it. And the fact that Sabine did lose her family there you know, would explain, I thought, explained really well mm-hmm. why Ahsoka was like, we need to take a break because you have way too much anger, mm-hmm. way too much sadness to be a Jedi right now. Yeah, all you, the dark side. All that stuff is mm-hmm. way too strong. And and I get it. That that made really good sense to me, actually. The timing the timing for that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and the only critique, and this is the critique that Ahsoka gave to herself, was, you know, how she handled that, just kind of like leaving kind of thing, is is what is is a fair critique, and, and it plays. It plays really well. So it adds to, like, it's not just Sabine going through what she was going through, but it's also how Ahsoka handled that, and which added to the weight of it. So, yeah. it, it, it Like, when... when like I said, when it was like, thank you, and it all made sense to me. Like, all they, they connected all the dots when, thank you, I needed that. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they did that, really glad. Yep. yep. So, I mean, and, you know, like I said, just a small verbal explanation mm-hmm. did a great job of answering mm-hmm. that question. So we didn't need to get into a long, drawn-out process or argument or anything like that. We didn't need to see any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so well done by David Tennant dropping that information. So... 
Uh, and then, you know, Sabine and Ahsoka are outside and there's some more conversation happening. And this is where Ahsoka is basically owning up to her thing that she did, which you just said, Udi, was mm-hmm. the leaving part. Um, she told Sabine that she was always going to be there for her no matter what, because the choices that Sabine made, Ahsoka realized that a lot of that mirrors the choices that she made too when she was growing up. Nobody, a lot of people never understood why she did what she did, but Anakin always stood by her side. Mm -hmm. And uh, realizing that that was a fault with herself that she did with Sabine, she tells Sabine that she will always stand by her side no no matter what. So... Very nice moment of healing the rift between the two, which I think might be why we get what we get later on. At the end? Yep. Yep. Especially, 100%. 100%. Especially why. what I was saying is so great because I think I said the last episode or the one before, but you can see why they did kind of break off from each other because they're both stubborn. So when you get two stubborn people that kind of get humbled, you know, at the same time together, it kind of makes for great interactions what we got throughout this episode mm-hmm. between the two of them. Yeah, and, and then thinking about that, too, that mirrors back to her Ahsoka's relationship with Anakin, too. Yeah. So they're, they're, the mirrors are there, you know. Yep. Any thoughts on that, Chad? That was like the most boring part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going, going deep in Chad's like, forward, forward. <laughs> like they're going slow, covering the crab people. They're having some dialogue, like... Uh, <laughs> Chad's like all I know is then you hear the screeching coming in and <laughs> then Chad's like huh you woke back up yeah <laughs> well I mean of course Ezra got interrupted because he's like hey guys did you see my oh never mind yeah. Yeah. fighters yep. he's about to show him his fancy new lightsaber that he made yeah pesky TIE fighters worst timing uh, but now action time right so Soka calls Ezra. They go jumping off. I do miss those long drops that Jedi can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we we learned at the fan at the Phantom Menace at the very beginning with uh, Obi Wan and Liam Neeson. Qui Gon. God, <laughs> it really bothers me that I these names just disappear. Like I know what they are in my head when I'm about to say it, and then I'm going to say it, and then my brain goes, "Nope." How about new? How about new? Yeah. You're going to sound like you don't know who you're talking about. Instead, that dude with the long hair and the beard. And that the said he's got a certain certain skills that are specific to... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, wrong, wrong franchise. Wrong one. Didn't he liberate Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> so many rescues. So many So many. How worlds. many times can he... Anyway. Okay. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is Aslan. Back to... Back to... Jeez. <laughs> Back on the rails. Oh, okay. Pull it back on oh, the yeah. rails. By the way, the title, too. I, we totally glossed over that. I yeah. meant, to, I meant to, to talk about that. I had a really good laugh when that came mm-hmm. up, yeah. by the way. The the Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord. If any of you listeners know that Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is mm-hmm. a very old, well, yeah, pretty old now, yeah. uh, other series. It's really good, too, by it the is. way. Um, it was something something I enjoyed as I was a kid. So I made that connection pretty quick. I was sitting there laughing and the kids were like, what's so funny? I was like, I, you guys don't know. <laughs> Is there a light post in the middle of this planet? I need it. Right? I need it. That would have been funny. That, that would have been. been. Udi, Udi heard something else though. No, no, I heard that too. But then I went, that sounds like a joke. <laughs> like the start of a joke. So a Jedi, a witch and a, and a warlord walk into a bar. It, that's what, yeah. that was the next step. Yeah. So the light post that was standing was just the, the temple. 
at the end of the <laughs> there we go that's, that's probably what it is no it's, yeah it's the temple coming up that that was yep. a big giant light post and real quick you, you mentioned with rick and just his direction every view we've gotten of the chimera over that temple we've gotten every angle of it right. oh, since it's landed mm-hmm. and you know so iconic it makes me feel like he had this like they someone either when they storyboarded everything's like you know it'd be really cool if we did a shot from here and then we brought it back for a shot from here and then have it a shot from up here like you really want to do them all from the yes, side I the back do. the under yes i do it's built in a 3d engine of course they could do that i know yeah, but easily i know but you got to clean it up and render it and all the it takes work to make that shot have but. you seen what Unreal Engine 5 does these days. It's no, I, I get that, but to real. make it it's that unreal. high quality, it's, it's, it's unreal. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, no. And you're right, Joe. Very, very cool shots and seeing mm-hmm. all the different mm-hmm. sides of the Chimera was was super cool. For sure. We can't forget the cinematography and all the different shots while we're talking about the main story. Um, everything was very well done, like Udi said. Uh, all right. So back to the action. Um, they go jumping off before we got on the tangent, jumping off the, the shuttle. It's a Jedi shuttle. I didn't realize it was a shuttle. Mm-hmm. I kept calling it a Jedi shuttle. And uh, do the old force push to keep it from falling because the TIE fighter scored a hit on the engine. Yep. Why can nobody in uh, uniform hit anything accurately? But the pilots. <laughs> you know. The pilots couldn't hit the accurately. They hit one shot on the back and then had another pass and hit nothing that's he such re- a big critique of this show is that these tie fighter pilots couldn't hit anything but that just sounds like a lot of people that haven't played x-wing because <laughs> there's many a times i haven't hit anything dude those those bolts do not go straight they go no. in every direction it's like they forgot to to tighten down the weapons when mm-hmm. they install them and they're just rattling around inside <laughs> inside the fuselage because they fire and they just fear you're like what i wasn't aiming 50 degrees exactly. to the right What's exactly going on? and when you think about a tie a tie fighter has no shields why because they're like hey they're gonna get blown up anyway well how much maintenance are they really gonna put into a tie fighter i mean come on yeah it was it was bad even i was like seriously two passes guys and you only hit it once <laughs> right on the tail end like you think the, come on. the biggest critique comes next so Ah- Ahsoka is like she's getting ready to do the afterburners as the ties are coming at him and they just go launching straight forwards and so you know as a TIE pilot and you have this Jedi shuttle coming at you what are some things you could do like an evasive maneuver mm-hmm. or a barrel roll or just put your hands over your face and die <laughs> I choose option last yeah. where I put my hands over my face no, and he, die he rolled he rolled a one we all know God. what happened he threw yeah. the dice he rolled a one that's what happened uh, made look Savine look cool but oh my god yeah. terrible I I guess they didn't get a whole lot of a lot of flying practice maybe no in the 10 years that were there it was it was just yeah. for the embalm yeah no come on that was bad mm-hmm. yeah i agree i did laugh at that i was like did they and yeah. i wonder did they both do it could we get a little like side by side of both pilots see if they both had that same training of just throwing mm-hmm. their hands up and covering their face or not because that would have been pretty funny maybe somebody can <laughs> can meme it all right anyway <laughs> i bet you can find a meme i bet you we could i'll work on it okay joe's okay. all i got you You'll have Sabine in the middle and then face up TIE fighter pilots on the side. Ah, Okay. Anyway, but yes, she rams both of the TIE fighter pilots. Surprisingly, takes no damage whatsoever from that. It's just the engine's now cut out and we get the classic, the engine fail sound and down it goes. 
Uh, yeah. I, was, I was laughing at the scene because you see her walking away, and behind her you see Hu Yang just like looking at the ship, like, "Damn it, I gotta fix this again." Again, yeah. <laughs> well, we've been around long enough, and sure you'll make quick work of it. I like how when Ezra asks him how long he's been around, and he kind of just dodges the question. Dodges the question longer like, than you. Yeah, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, because when he talks about Kanan and Jared, yeah. anyway. He's been around a long time. Long, long time. Very long, long time. Long, long, long time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right, Joe. Sabine's walk away from the the shuttle crash was pretty funny, too. She's like, got him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rebels right there. Totally. Rebels right there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, now what's the plan? So now what are they going to do? What could they possibly do? Can we have any more of a cowboy moment right now? Get you. Yep. Get on some howlers and get to howling. Mm-hmm. So they jump on. Uh, pretty typical as as far as what I saw with Sabine and Ezra, though, <laughs> of him hanging on to her while she's uh, riding the while they're on the same howler. And uh, Ahsoka's got her on. Of course, she's not sharing her ride with anybody. No. Um, and off they go. So... Now we get the flash of um, the ship. Well, I mean, we see them repairing. Like one of the roly-poly uh, RV homes got mm-hmm. hit, too. So I guess, it, you know, accidentally. Uh, so they're fixing that. So all the, uh, what, did, what were they called? The, the Nodi. The Nodi. 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 I keep wanting to call no-tie. them. Nodi. Nokis. Nayoki. What's that pasta? Nokis. Nokis. That's what I keep wanting to call them. Nokis. That's a phone. Yeah, was a phone. <laughs> was a phone. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so and they're helping Hu Yang too inside the ship. So they do have some technical proficiencies. Um, there's a reason why Ezra makes friends with the people that he makes friends with, and uh, so they're helping put it together. It's not just him all by himself. Though one of them's doing a good job of shocking themselves too. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so off they go, and uh, now there's uh, here comes uh, what what was that? That guy's name, the uh, stormtrooper, that was the Enoch. Enoch. Mm-hmm. See, I can remember names. Yeah. <laughs> Enoch comes up reporting that the uh, TIE fighters did score a hit, but then we lost contact with them. So, you know, Thrawn being typical self, uh, he's like, all right, we'll mark those off the port. Those are gone. <laughs> put the put the pilots in for accommodation. Is that put, what he said? Put their yeah. captain in for accommodation. Captain. So not the ones who died, but the ones in charge of them. <laughs> Oh, just terrible. Uh, but then he goes, now they they have very limited options. So he just basically figures it out. You know, now they're going to have to come at us by the ground. So let's prepare ground uh, attack. a ground attack. And immediately. Immediately. He's not going to make a mistake that so many others have made by underestimating anything that the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker might do. He's already made his first mistake, though. He could have just left. Could have. Yep. Like everyone's saying, well, like, so what happens next is they call down the Eye of Zion, which connects to the Star Destroyer while it's still docked at this tower. Great scene. Yeah, it looked awesome. And people are saying, well, why didn't the Star Destroyer just go to space? And you see the back of it. The engines look like they're probably done. Maybe it's not space worthy, but we as the audience shouldn't be having to guess that. Right. And I agree. One of the biggest critiques of Thrawn is that he can only be as smart as the writers are, and 
they're not that smart because why wouldn't he just detach from the tower go a hundred feet away and dock there where they can't jump to the freaking star destroyer like timothy zahn was not on set yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, he might have needed help getting out of orbit too yeah i don't know it's like why why stay attached to the tower well okay so while while i get that point there are moments in time where we overanalyze and that might be one of those moments like he ends up blowing up the tower why not just doing that from the beginning because you know without going too far into it i I think for me, once he backed away, then he saw, I was like, well, now I have to blow up the tower. I don't think it's one of those things like, we just blow it up because we want to blow it up. It's now, I, he got put into that position where, well, I got to blow it up now. It's, I, don't, I don't know, for me, my limited knowledge of Thrawn wouldn't make me think he's just going to blow stuff up because just in case. It's like, no, it's a, it's a piece I can use, and once a piece is no more of use to me, then I get rid of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's going to keep that around because who knows what's going to happen. Now he knows. Then he makes that calculated decision. I got to get rid of it because of where they are. Maybe I'm, again, another time he might have overestimated, but thought <clears throat> uh, with the volunteer troopers and uh, Morgan that they might have defeated just the three of them mm-hmm. and waited for them to come back or something. But, yep. Could have. Could have. He did seem very unhappy about the volunteers yeah he did not look like he had he was happy about it he looked like he was he liked that side mouth frown thing going on and then uh the fact that there were so many volunteers i think bothered him and then when morgan said that they would do anything for you or for you know their loyalty to you he was like very quick to say it's for the empire Mm -hmm. so to me it's not he doesn't want to be in the headpiece of the mm. empire. You know what I mean? He doesn't want to be the one that people bow down to. It doesn't, to me that said that he doesn't have that kind of ego. Like it'd be very easy right now for him to be all oh, that's right. Everyone's going to bow to me. I'm mm-hmm. the best ever, but really easy for him to do that. But he's not doing that. He's constantly saying for the emperor. Now, is he saying that because he's afraid of the emperor coming back? I don't is think so. He, I don't think or so. Or is he saying that just because he's does has no ambitions to be the leader of the Galactic Empire like that? Like the Emperor was. I don't know, that's a good question. I don't think I don't think he's afraid of the Emperor at all. I don't think there is anything I don't think that I think it's probably another calculated move. If in case it's not a fear of the Emperor coming back, it's more of like he can maneuver. It's a maneuver. I think. Or maybe he knows the Emperor's coming back and that's the final plan. And and that could be part of it too. So the fact that he's keeping loyal to the Empire and always, and I found that very interesting too because that has been his mantra for the Empire, for the Empire, for the mm-hmm. Empire. And there, to me, there's a reason for that. So. so I'm not remember exactly at what point we do see the things that they were bringing up from the catacombs, but uh, I was mistaken from last week because there was a lot there were a lot of them thousands a lot a lot a lot so that made sense to me now now that i saw the the, how many of those things they had inside the the end of it he's like loading like there i'm like holy crap there was a ton there's a ton of those those coffin type things and they all have a little red light at the end they look like like torpedoes of some sort (laughs) i mean they're not but that's just Zombie it, it looked it look like uh, stacked munitions of some kind. Um, I'm pretty sure it's something else other than that. But yep. 
Uh, but yeah, no, there was a lot of them, a whole lot of them. So that makes more sense now. Um, so I retract my previous <laughs> critique of the uh, timeline because that was, uh, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay. So at least that, you know, that part of it got answered for me mm-hmm. as far as, uh, the whole timeline thing goes. Um, so yeah, this, the death troopers go marching down obviously to be in wait for, uh, the trio coming. Uh, they do get scanned. They got a couple targets incoming. So rain hell upon them. Yep. Which was another cool shot of the chimera too. Yeah. Seeing it from the bottom. So yeah, you hear the ports or whatever open up. Yeah. And again, going cool. back to rebels when it was raining fire on Lethal, you know, just mm-hmm. that underbelly, just laser bolts like at every direction. Right. Yep. So a whole lot of heat coming down and uh, they start dodging, ducking, diving, dipping and dodging, dodging mm-hmm. all over the place. And uh, Ahsoka calls for Ezra to open the gate. And then she yells out, Sabine, help. Mm-hmm. The first time I watched it, I was like, okay, she's just, you know, trying to make her feel like part of the gang <laughs> or something. Yeah. You know, she, she's got no, she can't do nothing. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm wondering if that isn't what triggered the rest of what happened later or, or what, uh, I don't because know. Because things pro- progressed very quickly after that. Yep. Uh, anyway, so, and then Ahsoka also sticks her hand out, uh, you know, in what we're used to seeing when they're using the force. Mm-hmm. I was going to say before that, when they had that conversation at the shuttle, when she was talking training. about like training and mm-hmm. stuff and she's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm getting better with the lightsaber. And she's like, well, a, a Jedi's strength and skill is not through the lightsaber, but you know, with the force and trust in the force. You got to train your body and your mind. Yeah. It's not about training with the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I get there were these pep talks happening, but still yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, I don't know. And I really didn't think it'd go where it was going to go. Uh, yeah. They're, they're leaps that they expect us to take with them. It went, it went really fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, they do manage to get that door gate pried open just a little bit. Man, but how close was the last howler coming through? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of the, the hairs on his tail got <laughs> yeah. pinched in that gate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because, man, that was a squeeze, like barely in there. Yep. Um, but they do make it into the temple. And now they are confronted by, well, they make it in. And Thrawn says, you know, send him in. He's, again, very unhappy that they managed to dodge his his attacks. And I love the focus on just the close-up of his face agitated. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, I know, like, um, Chad, you know, read the books. I just finished Last Command. And mm-hmm. so I kind of got a good feel for Thrawn. So seeing him actually agitated was like, that's huge, <laughs> you know. Right. He doesn't get agitated easily, no. Um, but yeah, very unhappy. Again, he's, he's having moments that are making him agitated. So, uh, he orders the troopers down and he says to tell the, the great mothers that it's time. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think this is my, when he might tell her that, or tell uh, Morgan that he might need more time. 
Yeah. I do believe. Mm -hmm. And so basically she gets the, you know, okay, I'm staying then, I guess, to give you more time. Uh, Though the great mothers are going with. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, the other thing, too, is, um, oh, man, I don't remember when it happened. But I do know that they did stop at night. Well, before they charged the tower, they did stop at the tower. And, you know, they were like, I've never gone in there by myself. Ezra, at one point when he was talking, I don't remember when he was who he was talking to. But he said that Thrawn woke up. The witches. The great mothers. So that to me answered why they are doing Mm -hmm. things for him and working for Mm -hmm. him at all is because he's the one that woke them up. You know, and I'm sure that's a story unto itself and might not be very complicated. Like, why was he even looking around? Probably just looking for resources, probably, Mm -hmm. when when they crash landed on the planet. Um, Just looking for any anything, I'm sure. Uh, How how unfortunate that he stumbled across them instead of somebody else or just totally missed them in general would have been a much better deal. But oh, well, then we wouldn't have the story, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that answers why the witches were working with Thrawn because he woke them up. So in whatever state they were in, he's the one that brought them back to life. So then drops another for the Empire to Morgan, and as he walks away, she's like for Dathomir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So we got our three heroes down at the base of the Citadel here, and here come the. Death Troopers, Night Troopers, Night Troopers, Night Troopers, right? Night. Night troopers. Mm-hmm. and shooty, shooty, fighty, fighty. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sabine but, in her bucket back. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, she she had that on from when they were heading over, but um, you know, all, all three have lightsabers, so it's cool to see the the four different lightsabers, the three different colors, because Ezra's is blue, Sabine's got the old green, and Ahsoka's white. Uh, yellow, white? white, white. Yeah, I felt like they were a little yellow at times, but anyways. Um, so you, you know, they start blocking, blocking, and uh, Ahsoka tells Sabine to get her blasters out, so she starts shooting them, and then you know they end up taking out. Well, it must have been like what twenty stormtroopers. Probably. Looks like. yeah. This so, was the first time we've seen Sabine actually fighting with a saber first, right? Mm-hmm. Usually she go them. with the blasters and the saber, and this time. Then seeing her fight with both the saber and the blaster was pretty awesome. Yep, yep, that was really cool. Uh, but they do manage to take all these guys out, and then what was what I thought what was funny is that so then they just suddenly decide to just stand around down there because it looked like they were just is it was it me or you know like they're just examining the walls like mm-hmm. Ahsoka just standing with their arms crossed like looking around. I'm like, what are you guys? Why aren't you guys going up the stairs? Like, what are you doing just standing around? But I didn't. I didn't get that. You didn't see that part. I mean, no. I mean, I, I guess I wasn't. I guess I didn't. Maybe it was the, the timing of this, how the scene got put together. I don't know because then they showed the great mothers doing their chant and hello zombies in Star Wars mm-hmm. live action. Uh, the green we, mist. We aren't saying the Z word. Oh, we aren't. No. What, what, are we call, what are we saying? Now they're what dark trooper. Yeah, no, what are they called now? No, they're just death troopers. Well, let's, just, let's just stick with that. Reanimated. Why aren't we using the Zed word? It's a Shaun of the Dead reference. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> of course. You got some red on you. <laughs> okay, so 
Uh, but the green, you know, all the green little flames that are looking up around them and then the eyes that glow green mm-hmm. too, you can see through the helmet. So they get up. I mean, I thought I heard a little bit of zombie moaning in there There's too. Death the, in yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Could have done without that. <laughs> to be honest, I'm like, no, they're reanimated. Not really. They got to make some kind of noise. Who knows? Whatever. Why? Anyway, they turn around. Notice that all the stormtroopers are, are standing back up again. And uh, now they got to fight all over again. And it was fun to see them like, oh, they get shot. Oh, they fell down. Oh, they get back up again. Mm-hmm. Like they, They're not. It's not just, uh, yeah, you guys better do something now instead of just standing around examining the walls. Yeah. I swear they were just standing there. The <laughs> I know. Now I got to re- I got to rewatch it again. But telling yeah. you, the three of them were standing there long enough for them to get re- all the stormtroopers to get reanimated. It was for that horror film tension. That what? It, no, it didn't. It didn't do it either. <laughs> they didn't progress the story very much or build any kind of tension. Either way, whatever. They're, they it looked cool. All the, the little green glowing inside the helmets. I thought that was cool. Yeah. For the eyeballs. Um, and now they start going up the stairs. So now they're running up the stairs, getting, getting chased by the ever getting back up stormtroopers. And I, I think that was happening because the great mothers were still, no, they kept doing it even later. I thought mm-hmm. because the great mothers were still doing their spell stuff is why they kept getting up again. Some of them actually would get hit in the shoulder and wouldn't get knocked down. I know one of them got a lightsaber straight through the torso and just kept coming. Yep. Um, so it was a lot of a lot of cool little moments like that that were happening. One of them got the drop on Ezra, so of course we got some classic Ezra Sabine yeah. banter. In Wait, the of careful, that. careful. Whoa. Yep. 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 Um, and, you know, the chase continues upstairs and finally, I don't know, Thrawn finally decides, okay, we can we can go now. Well, don't they, they remember they block off the doors, you know, they say get the doors and then, yeah. and then what, what Ezra, Ezra played the comp, compliment or something mm-hmm. to, to Sabine and, and so he goes, she's been training or he's like, yeah, you've been, or something like that. And you're like, what's your, yeah, I've been training. She's been training. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at Ezra and goes, what's your excuse? That was <laughs> funny. That was mm-hmm. another good moment. I like those. I, I, I like that banter. It just reminds me of Rebels. That's the banter I was referring to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they did it better. That's why I didn't want to say it. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> he did say I miss you, though, to her. So, <clears throat> yeah, I missed you mm-hmm. uh, when she said, what's your excuse? She should have said, I know. Wow, that would have been too on the nose. (laughs) Too on the nose for that one. That would have been shoving your nose in it. So the uh, they go upstairs and they run into Morgan. So of course, uh, you know, Ahsoka's like, "I got this." So this turns out to be the big final showdown for Ahsoka Uh for this series. So the rematch, the rematch back from season two of Mandalorian, Mm -hmm. which we knew it was going to end this way. Hello, it ended like that the first time, minus the flaming sword. Also, what? I mean, she was still going to lose. <laughs> yeah. And the so. whole scarry, scarry face thing. Scary, mm-hmm. scary, scarred face. Yeah. I do have to say, though, very well choreographed fight. Insane. The two. Mm-hmm. So that's my critique of that scene. It was like some of that was so good. And then the exterior around it, as we get to it, was not good at all. So it was like a mix for me. Once once the battle progressed, like that, that fight between Morgan and Ahsoka amazing from beginning to end mm-hmm. the surrounding stuff you mean like the troopers just watching yeah or? no 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 no. i don't care about that it, it was more about when because they start all start fighting so you have ezra and sabine up there too fighting 
though that fight scene oh so they get up to yeah. the actual what were actual death troopers yes what we yes. became familiar with as death troopers from uh rogue one yeah those guys way bigger way taller and clearly more zombier yeah than, yeah you saw that one's mouth and like yeah. jaw and everything so they've been what they are for quite some time this wasn't a new development this is what they've what they've been mm-hmm. i feel like um and do you remember seeing them at all in the series beforehand? No. This is nope. the first time we see them, right? Nope. Yeah. See that that's why that is that what bothered you that they suddenly that, were there? Suddenly they're there, and then the actual fighting. It's the same thing. I'm like, we get that they're strong, then we get both of their lightsabers getting knocked out of their hands. I'm like, you guys need to be better at that. And then the her bucket gets knocked off. Thank again. you. No, why? it doesn't get knocked off. No, it's no, no. ripped off. But he pulls why? it off her head but immediately. Why? 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 That is going to bug me to no end. It's unnecessary. Mandalorian just getting their helmets ripped off is not a freaking thing. And I don't know why. And and again, this is where I go back to. I think that has something to do with the actor, and something something happened there that doesn't make sense for them to. I mean, make it a point to rip the bucket off why it serves nothing for the story to rip the bucket off there's an ulterior motive clearly and that really once the bucket ripped off i just went ah literally ah again that annoyed the freaking heck out of me like it was annoying and it tainted honestly it tainted the rest of the fight for me it did okay and then, well, and then... That's not what did it for no, me. No, 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 no. And then to the very end of the fight, I, I then my that, hands I was up. like, oh. When did so you throw your hand there They were having a tough time with it. Both Ezra and Sabine were getting owned by these two guys. Um, I don't know why Ezra just didn't force push the one idiot off the <laughs> the chapel the, or with the tower. Just poop, gone, poop, mm-hmm. gone. Yep. He was doing a really good job like with force pushing all kinds of stuff beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's just because it kept him off off balance. I do know Sabine got surprised because she like blasted the guy and she came around the corner and I, it looked like she thought that she had taken him out because she got straight clothesline, like surprise clothesline. Yep. You know, because um, he snuck in behind the pillar and she comes around the corner and just gets nailed. Six foot seven, death trooper, sneaky, sneaky. Really? Anyway. Yeah, well. You know, it's hard to see in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's why it's like, thank you for ripping it off uh, now. Now, now I, I can, can see, see better. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so, yeah. They, I mean, they they stay on top of them pretty, pretty hard, you know. Yeah. And so, but Sabine getting, like, hoisted up by her neck. And then comes yeah. the moment. I was that like, was, no. That was the serious, seriously. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Could have done without that. It could have done absolutely <sighs> done without that. Yep. They they did it. She, yeah. They were teasing all up at all season. And, right. With and a I, cup. Yeah. We uh, just want, we want to make Star Wars more about the, the normal person than no, make it about Jedi. No, 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 no. Everyone's a Jedi in Star Wars. Yeah, no, and that they're turning. That's one of that is my major critique. I think I said it back then. I was like, please don't make her. Like, I don't want to see her do that. And then she did. And I was like, yeah. <sighs> but like I said, I I was I didn't know what, what I thought about that because I don't want I don't know how I felt of seeing Sabine as a force wielder. But going back again to Rebels, 
her walking by the bindu waking him up i mean that he sent something but like i said we don't see what it is i get that i get that but that could mean a bunch of different things the fact that i don't know i i I don't think it it did anything it does anything for the character and and this is my overall i I guess i can give my overall critique of, of it real quick about sabine being one of my favorite characters honestly at the end of this series now she dropped and mm-hmm. that annoys me a lot. That really bugs me that after this, this I I was hoping for a heightened, heightened love of the character and what they did with her. I'm like, mm, no. Yeah, because I say, yeah, she was a great character in the animated show. And yeah. maybe if season three, The Mandalorian didn't end with a true ruler of Mandalore, it might have made sense to like, hey, maybe she, as a Jedi Mandalorian, yep. could be the, but with... It, and it could go that way, and I, and I don't, and I don't, I mean, we'll see what happens, but at this moment where I said they 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 took enough or they changed her enough where I'm like, she's not one of my tops anymore, yeah. which made me kind of sad at the end of it. That's why I was happy for certain things, and then other things I'm like, oh, man, like it, oh. And we're torn. in an era where we were always told Luke Skywalker's the last Jedi, and made with a little bit of Leia, you know, between the books and comics yeah. and and stuff, but... Anyway, but I guess Yoda couldn't see this galaxy. <laughs> or maybe you know, being on Dagobah, there you can't really sense anything out. Like the scanners didn't work. The Force probably doesn't reach far out of the planet. So Yoda's probably been there under the presumption the whole time that everyone's dead. Yeah. Or maybe for the purposes of the Emperor dying, there was only a few people that could do do anything about it. Would yeah. have had the be in the position to do something about it. Uh, either way, uh, the the whole Jedi Order coming to an end doesn't mean that the Force goes away. No. I mean, the Sith are still around, obviously, yeah. because just because the Jedi Order uh, was destroyed, you know, you still had dark power. You're still, still going to have people that get born into mm-hmm. have the natural talent of using uh, the Force. So the only thing I can I can say about... Sabine now being a force wielder um, is since there has been a lot of new ways of looking at it that have been written into not just books, but, you know, shows and movies. And, uh, you know, for the Jedi Order, you had to be a kid and trained and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But it doesn't mean that that's the only way you ever can use the force. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't want to see her suddenly be, start using the Force, but at the same time, who's to say that she wasn't always capable of doing it, which is why she did live leave, live the life that she lived, but it was just never taught because she grew up as a Mandalorian and it was all about martial prowess and it didn't have nothing to do with or very much to do with being in touch with the Force. So, if you've played Knights of the Old Republic, you're aware that uh, you can't use force powers when you wear Mandalorian armor. So maybe that's a problem. Maybe that's why the helmet still has to come off yeah. for her. <laughs> to, it all know, makes sense. And and, and while you could, well, what you're saying is, could be correct. It to me, it's about serving the character and how I I look at the character. Yeah. So I'm I'm sure there are people who love that. I am not one. I'm not one. I'm not saying this is where they got it. 
um, but to heart back on Knights of the Old Republic. In the game, you play a Jedi character and you have a, a crew, some are Jedi, some are not. But by the end of the game, as long as you've built relationships with all the characters, you can actually turn every single character to a Force-wielding character. And the explanation is that when they're around a Jedi long enough that they kind of become more attuned to the Force. So you, using that explanation, you could say, well, Sabine's been around Jedi for so long that she's becoming more attuned to the force and it'll come yeah. more naturally that makes sense because i mean i know a lot of people will go back to the space bacteria that we're mm-hmm. introduced to in the prequels yep. but going back to the original a new hope <laughs> star wars obi-wan says everybody, everybody. Yeah. is surrounded by the force but with the right training and the, you know and the fate I'll, again paraphrasing but that anybody mm-hmm. can be taught well, that is the thing that has always been said about the Force, that it's through all living things. Yeah. It's in all living things. It's so, what binds us, yeah. It, it is, suppose, in, in Star Wars, it's the universal energy, mm-hmm. basically, that goes through all living things. So, I mean, if, if we're going to go that down that route, it, it's not far-fetched. No. It's just that we weren't expecting that from the character. I know that I didn't want to see it either. I, I agree with Udi with yeah. Didn't I, need to happen. So, I yeah. didn't think it needed to happen, but you know who knows where this is going to head. Um, what did surprise me though was how quickly she's very confident in herself, which I mean, kind of does play a part into her character though. Like it, that, I didn't she have got, a problem with. Yeah, when she got the hang of something, she really like went all in. Um, yep. And it goes to showing the trust that Ezra has with her because she's like, I'm going to force push you, which him and, and Kanan used to do that. Stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's not it's not a concept that she's unaware of. Um, but the fact that she's suddenly very confident going to be able to do it, mm-hmm. too, was I was like, oh, man, for real. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know if I could have. That's a whole lot of trust. Yeah. yeah. No, and that, that was that was. Yeah. That was what? a big gap. <laughs> And it was, yeah, it was getting bigger and bigger. So, I mean, he had a pretty good leap on his own. Yeah. But then for her to finish force pushing him across the the rest of that, I mean, it was, I did like the funny little touch there about him looking like he didn't quite make it because he didn't Mm -hmm. make it to that top ledge, but close enough to hang on. And, uh, you know, ambush those two, two troopers that were standing there watching this play out. So, uh, and of course, as soon as he gets across, here comes the fight mm-hmm. with um, Ahsoka and Morgan, and the, the oh the de- the other night troopers, the zombie troopers, had yep. come up, and she was now in defensive mode. What's up? I do want to mention that I did like how Ezra dispatched his one, his death trooper. That was cool. I did enjoy the end of that. Oh, the lightsaber across the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Decapitated. De- decapitated. And I did. And if we hadn't seen it before, Sabine wasn't too bad either. Yeah. Right. And we got Alfred talking about that. But right. the way they dispatched both of them was like, cool. Like the, the like, whole fight. I didn't like she got the force, but it was cool when she. <laughs> it was still. I mean, yeah. it's still cool. Yeah. Lightsaber through the head. To the head is. is mm-hmm. that, that's cool. Whoever yeah. does it. Always cool. How, yeah. how many times has that been like joked around about in so many different things where you turn on the lightsaber and it goes through somebody's head just because yep. it got turned on? Yep. You know, so finally well you know it's been a joke let's go ahead and use it yeah so she did mm-hmm. right through the temple mm-hmm. um so definitely zombies <laughs> destroyed, destroyed, destroyed the brain destroyed the brain <laughs> kill the zombie remove yep. the head or destroy the brain yep. yeah <laughs> uh so yeah and then uh 
Ezra gets a, a, a breather to grab his lightsaber and yep. kick hack. And and then the well, the plan was he was going to force drag her. Yeah, pull her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah yeah. Um, after he makes it across, yeah, he was going to pull her. But then yeah, that's when uh, Ahsoka comes up, and it does look for a second like she's about to run off and do that. Right. Oh, I thought she was gone. She when she does that turn back look, I was like, say it's not so. You're going <laughs> to leave Ahsoka again. Right. right. Nope. Uh, well, so we but we don't know. And uh, things are looking a little bad for Ahsoka there. I mean, she's getting shot at by the death troopers and their zombie troopers, the Z troopers. And Morgan's kind of pushing her around, too, and she's telling her she's going to die alone. Mm-hmm. And that's when we find out, nope, Sabine did not leave. Not alone. Yep. And then starts lightsaber blasting away, uh, which gives Ahsoka room to fight Morgan. And we come to a pretty climactic end now if morgan can get a hold of uh one of those little tech guys that uh boba fett knows she could probably come <laughs> back from those yeah. slashes to the stomach yep. there you know uh but i don't think there's any of those guys there right but, any of those yeah. cyber cyber tech guys no but that was a great fight and at the time then we get that view of ezra looking down at them mm-hmm. both fighting and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're beep whatever stormtrooper mm-hmm. dialogue then we get that old vintage Ezra grabbing the communicator and imitating the voice like, yep yep <laughs> I was like yeah, yeah. That's I laughed I laughed when he did I'm like yep still pulling the same tricks yep. Yep. yep it's still working on him yep yeah but see th- this is where my other critique of this fight was because that Morgan and Ahsoka fight was so good then the then the Sabine and the troopers I'm like oh it, it just I don't know what it was it didn't look good I didn't like it like it, it was weird like it, it looked slow I mean maybe it's because we're you're at this high pace fight between Morgan and Ahsoka and then it comes over to Sabine against the Death Troopers and it just seems so slow like really slow and clunky and then you have the other fight which is like fast pace and like high action and yeah well she's got zombies walking at her so she's blasting it yeah she did the same thing you know blocking with the forearm and Mm -hmm. you know shooting at her head and that's like the umpteenth million time we've seen her do that i'm like if you just had your helmet on she's highly proficient at it yeah because she's had her helmet off (laughs) anyway (laughs) um moving on yeah well i mean ahsoka did lose the lightsaber yep uh morgan did chop one of those in half um but she did end up disarming Morgan, taking that sword and with her own lightsaber, remaining lightsaber. Yeah, just cut right through her center. Um, she didn't fall into two pieces like Maul because then she'd had a chance to live too, just like Maul, but nope. But that was a cool visual of her having the lightsaber slash then having the green yep. slash. Yep. Like, yep. <laughs> like that was... Like I, I actually backed up that, that death blow like three times. I'm like, oh, oh cool. Yeah. Back it up. <laughs> oh, cool. One more time cool just how she gets her sword and saber digs it in the ground grabs it and then spins it like and you're like ooh yep then I backed up one more time watch it again that was a good end that was an amazing end no it was it was a a great fight yeah good death yep Uh, of course the great mothers on the ship now on the chimera feel that she's dead and announces that she's dead so that's when Thrawn decides well Let's blast that thing to bits then. Yep. We don't need it. And of course, the great mothers didn't look too happy about his yeah. decision, but didn't say anything. Yep. 
now Ahsoka and Sabine are are on the uh, still at the very top there, and uh, she gets a little chirp on her mm-hmm. wrist communicator, and uh, want to get out of here? Ahsoka asks Sabine. <laughs> yep. So they go running off the edge as they're getting shot at. Then. Yep. This scene totally, I don't know why, but it reminded me of like when they jump off the edge and the troopers are looking around and you see them raising up. I'm like, oh, it's like Back to the Future. We oh, yeah. already did mm-hmm. with, with a Biff. Do, do, <laughs> so, so many different movies have done it again yeah. like that, but it was it's still good every time it happens. Side note, there's an interesting theory about that movie, about Back to the Future, oh. that Marty actually died. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and then because then Doc came back. Anyway, going off tangent, <laughs> I just remember seeing that going, oh, that's an interesting theory. But anyway. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> um, so now the chase is on. Uh, they do manage to miss the Jedi shuttle, and really—I mean—they were really focused on destroying the the Citadel. They do not change targets unless no. ordered to do so, apparently, because um, the shuttle was like blaster bolts, big giant turbo blasters going right past it, and it's just not even moving. They're not shooting at it. Uh, but I mean, that was a cool shot, though, to watch it crumble and watch the the, the Z troopers up top go f- tumbling down too, because they were still alive. What if they were still alive when they hit the bottom? Maybe. Could be walking around. Unless they got the head smashed, I think they're mm-hmm. alive. Anyway. Okay. Along with Morgan. Oh, she's already <laughs> dead. Yeah. All right. So uh, now they're chasing down Thrawn, and that ship made some quick uh, orbit, really yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. The Chimera and the 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 ring got out of space because they had to really boost to try and catch up. Now, uh, we get a little bit of that info. Uh, Thrawn, now, how often does he like taunting his enemies? I think he does it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But he opens up a channel and starts talking. So I just want to say from this point on, is when I just love the how everything else. There's one little small critique, but the majority of this from this point on was freaking great. I loved so much of it. That taunt to Ahsoka was he was going deep for the deep cuts. Oh man, it was so good. <laughs> yep, yep. He starts talking, starts monologuing, uh, lets her know that she knew that he knew Anakin, mm-hmm. and. Uh, what he was and what he became mm-hmm. and then made a little jab about her becoming the same thing yep. how much maybe she's like him after all and then the final you know for the empire mm-hmm. was yeah that was Pew. pretty messed up and then they're gone yep. and they're left in the wake and the visual of that the just the trailing of yeah that star destroyer was just that so cool that big of an object taking off like that to a different galaxy mm-hmm. it's just yeah it is a very cool visual effect for sure so um yeah and uh so they did not make it they did not stop Thrawn they did not get up to the to the chimera to hop a trip and, and go with or anything uh, they are stuck at this planet so, uh, I do believe the next thing we see is them actually walking up to the little village. They go back down. And uh, 
We also see a cutscene because we haven't seen um, our other two antagonists. Uh, Balin and Shin. Balin and Shin, yeah. So Shin comes up onto uh, encampment and it's of those bandits. Mm-hmm. You know, she's sitting there. She didn't blink, by the way. <laughs> I noticed that. I was watching. Yeah. Still no blinking. It she's has like got the, no eyelids. She got no got no soul but she apparently did not go and join Thrawn's empire no <laughs> no she didn't she wasn't with them we didn't I know um, she does ride up to those bandits and you know pulls out her lightsaber turns it on she stands there. I mean cool scene looks cool who knows what's going to happen with her I mean I'm sure they have some kind of plans at, at the camp real quick is this when we saw I forget the name but the owl Oh, was this at the end? That was at the end. At the end. Okay. Well, because I thought it was before we saw the other thing. No, no. Yeah. Okay. He's right. It was when Ahsoka and Sabine come up on the village right before it cuts to Shin. You see the owl fly and then it like... Oh, was it? Oh. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, no. You guys are right. Good call. Yep. What? Does somebody want to... Can somebody remind me what the deal is with the owl? Like... So, the, the owl comes off the mortar's arc... And after uh, the sister pretty much sacrifices herself, her life, to save Ahsoka and, and the events of that, after that, this owl that very resembled, and has a name, I just can't remember right now. Yeah. But uh, always followed Ahsoka around, so anytime you saw, even when she wasn't around, it would be there. And just almost like guiding her, not really interacting. A few times I interacted with her. A few. But um, just here and there, but then, especially season two... Uh, when we thought she was killed by Vader in the temple, you see it like on the perch flying over during the whole uh, final scene, which was still one of my favorite finale mm-hmm. scenes. When Ezra's in the ro- world between worlds, he's walking around and sees the owl over one of the portals doors, and it's the one that kind of guides him, like, "Hey, come here," you know, Ahsoka, mm-hmm. and so pulls her out. So it's always kind of followed her, and it even um, interacted. I think a very few times with Sabine, and Sabine actually put the owl on her armor in season four. Yeah. Very subtle, not, nothing real big. So, yeah. um, and we've we've seen it once on Mando in season mm-hmm. two when we first see Ahsoka it's in the up. trees yeah. and, mm-hmm. and stuff. So, but it's a symbol of the, like I said, the sister from the Mortis arc, which we get a whole lot of in this uh, final scene. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it found its way there to the galaxy <laughs> yep mm-hmm. so um uh we also see balin walking out cool cool bad guy walk but on this giant statue it looks mm-hmm. like it got pulled straight out of lord of the rings yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh looking out over the it's pointing planet well i think it was wasn't it like a fist fist it was fist it was a fist and a finger was it mm-hmm. i don't think the and he's, st- was he's standing on the finger hmm well, it's pointing at something, and he's looking real hard. And, and that's a beacon across the way that looked like Mordor. <laughs> yeah, go that way. And was then, there something in the in the distance? God, yeah, I'm gonna have to look again. There's, yeah. It's like a light, like shooting out of a mountain, kind of, but it's far away. But it's right, like Chad was saying, is right pointing where he was standing at. Which that figure again, going back, was the father. The father. father. Mm-hmm. To its left was the son, mm-hmm. where they. Awkwardly positioned scar over his right eye that some people have been pointing out, and then to his right was 
the body of the daughter, yep. but it was destroyed. Yeah. Right. And so th- th- this was kind of like my my part of where I critique, like with, with Shen, right? Shen. Mm-hmm. Shen. I honestly don't care about that character at all. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I didn't get it now, but with Balin, that was cool. But I, I guess his mind's like, it, I wanted more of it. So just having that flash is like, ah, uh, like it's a tease. And I guess, um, it's cool because of the symbolic, the, the symbolism that they're using with that, and 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 I love that part of the lore. You know, the balance and the good and the bad, and, and then uh, light and dark, and so I guess. I wanted more of that, and and then I think automatically to the real world that he's gone now. I'm like, what are they going to do? Yeah, because they left that at a spot where now I want more of that. But are we going to get that at all now? So this is the part that I know you said that made you happy. This is the part that totally made me go, what? Because it left everything open and unanswered and like what are they going to do now well that's exactly what I'm saying thinking about the real world I don't mind the cliffhanger thing because it makes you know pulls it can pull you in but recognizing that that with Ray being gone yeah what are they going to do there how do you do that yeah which sucks because this show was deep into post-production by the time he passed I mean it was probably more than halfway finished yeah and then what do you do Mm-hmm. You know, do you cut that out? They could have, I mean, so that's why it's kind of like a critique of like, what are they going to do? Do they just put that in there? Is I don't know why they would do that if they're not planning on doing going anywhere with that. I don't know. So it's kind of like a critique because I know what really happens with, you know, he's gone. So what I'm, are you going to do? I'm sure they have a plan for everything that they, I would they're going to do. I, I mean, Shin, they, Shin might just go off into nothingness, but I, I seriously doubt it. She spent too much time not blinking to just <laughs> to now just blink out of existence. It's not going to happen. That would be very ironic. Um, no, she's there. I'm sure Dave has got plans Maybe. for everything, um, even if he's going to have to pivot a little bit now that we've lost Ray, but... And, um, and I think what they'll do, too, is what they've done with, you know, Carrie Fisher when there was a lot more Leia left after she passed. They're probably going to reach out to the family, you know, just like kind of mention different options because his character, I think, had a, a bright future. Oh, yeah. And, you know, maybe, you know, just I mean, we can spend a whole episode probably speculating on what they can do. But I think one thing would be I would think the family would be like, well, he, you know, he, you got to keep the character going any way you can recast whatever stock footage which I don't think there's a whole lot of stock footage for the story but I mean sadly I think they would have to recast yeah I agree with that but damn it he did such a great job every every, even even that last scene he command it was command like he didn't say a word no nothing it was all done in his acting his eyes his expression and then the whole thing he just it was good yep well uh, we also see um, Thrawn arriving at Dathomir, and uh, yay for that! And then, <laughs> yeah, that was about it. Yeah, yeah. next, yeah. standing there with uh, Tweedledee, Tweedledum, the Three Stooges, and Tweedledee over there, um, yeah. basically. And uh, then we see a shuttle, old Imperial shuttle, uh, <laughs> pulling up to the New Republic fleet. 
And of course, there's Hera at the front and Chopper with a bunch of other officers. Uh, it lands and, you know, out comes a stormtrooper. Surprise, surprise. Little, I felt like it was a little anticlimactic. No. And I don't know if that's because I because I, I knew it was Ezra. Like, who else is it going to be? It's just mm-hmm. this is what he's always done. You know, he's always hides in the, the uh, uniform of a, um, Imperial uniform. And, you know, so, yeah, not, not a surprise that it was him. It, it was kind of funny that Chopper realized who it was first. I loved that, that Chopper was the one that re- it, was, it was like that. I don't know that that puppy seeing somebody for the first time that they know who it is mm-hmm. and uh, and I, because I mean the the he, he body scan I mean he's done that with Ezra before so but the fact that it was Chopper that kind of like wah, 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 goes yeah. right up to him is just like I loved it I know a lot of people are mad that they didn't hug you know no oh, no I don't care about I thought that. it was a great scene no I, who didn't hug Hera and Ezra oh really that was a, uh, that's a critique wow yeah. Wow. Well, I, I'm I'm just gonna say that I that this this scene was so I enjoyed it from beginning to end because it, it I, I didn't think it was anticlimactic but it was more just we knew it was him and it was like yeah he's up to it's, it's classic Ezra so I enjoyed that because again we're seeing as much as he's grown up ten years now he's still who he is he's still gonna use the tricks yeah. that he knows and he is still himself. And I appreciated that. And then again with Chopper, who doesn't love Chopper, and yeah. he coming up and recognizing just him reaching out and like touching him, like it's me, buddy. You know what I mean? And then when he takes off, you know, when he takes off the helmet, and the moment that got me was and and you know my critique of of um, oh I can't forgot her name who playing who plays Hera Mary yeah Mary Elizabeth Winston yeah. So I told you like it took a little bit for me to really kind of get Hera from her um but I think that last final scene when she when they kind of zoom in they don't go like full tight tight zoom but a pretty good one and she looks at Ezra and I looked at her eyes and I'm getting the chills because it reminded me of that scene and she played I don't know what it was maybe it's me but I don't even care it reminded me of that scene with her when they zoomed into Hera's eyes when Kanan died mm. And it was a different thing because I saw the emotion of like her. She kind of had this look of like all the emotion without like just crying or wanting to run and hug and all that. So she goes, Ezra? And he says, I'm home? Yeah. Dude. I was like, oh. And that, she became Hera like 100%, 1,000% in that one moment for me. Just looking at her eyes and I was just like, it was right there. Yeah. And so that that whole scene was great for and, me. And what I saw too, I mean, this is kind of like the overanalyzing that we do, why, why we break down these shows, but in her glossy, you know, teary eyes, you see her happy that it's Ezra. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, almost that fear that shit, Thrawn is here. Yeah. It was, it and was, knowing yeah. the impact of that. Mm-hmm. If Ezra's here, Thrawn's here. Or Everything that be, they yeah. feared so much. It, I mean, it's it's all that emotion going in. And then where where's Sabine? Where's Ahsoka? Not yeah. knowing anything, like having to deal with all of that in one big boom. Okay. Well, I hope more people <laughs> felt like that. Then you're like, well, well we're like, yeah, oh, for, yeah. and Derek's like, eh, yeah, eh. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I'm glad. I'm glad you guys liked it. I mean, that's that's good. I hope. I hope most people felt feel that way about it. That I'm the I'm the minority, not the you're majority. the outlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. All right. Um, 
And then there was it was cool the little crossfade they did. You know, Ezra is mm-hmm. walking up to Hera, and then it fades over to Sabine walking in the same direction at the camp now. Um, so that was a cool little transition mm-hmm. phase. And uh, Ahsoka is staring off into this new night sky. Which I mean, if you're travel from planet to planet, it's not too weird of a situation except for now that you're in a completely different galaxy that's probably about the only reason why this is feels a little weird for them i can imagine um so the conversation they you know it's it's brief um but she says we're packed up and ready to go so that gives me the feeling that they're not staying there yeah they say they move often. Yeah. They're not. No, that's, that's not, they don't move at night though. They're packed. Oh, the huh. camp is there. The we're packed up to me felt like it was talking about just them. Oh, okay. That they were packed and ready to, to go like climb in the Jedi shuttle and go somewhere else. Uh, that's, that's what I infer the inference that I got from her saying that. Okay. Um, you know, and Sabine's uh, says, or not Sabine, Ahsoka said something about time to let let things go or something like that, time to let it go. I, don't, I felt like it was one of those statements that it was about more talking to the audience of all the things that you've had in your brain that are supposed to be the storyline, maybe it's time to let it go because it's going to go in a completely different direction than what you might have thought. Uh I don't know that that's what I took it as <laughs> probably that I think don't dwell on your decision to stay when you had a chance to leave too. I mean, mm, talking to Sabine, I think it was more of the letting go of all the other stuff, the, the Mandalore, the loss of the family, where they're even at. It's time to just move forward from where, where they are mm-hmm. into wherever they're going to go because she also did say that they're where they need to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She felt Ezra's home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like you said, then Ezra made it home. They're, they're where they're supposed to be, which that's why I'm saying there's going to be more of Shin and Balin in one way or another yeah. Oh, yeah. on this planet, because mm-hmm. whatever they're up to, they're going to, is going to be no good. And they're going to be the only ones there to stop them, I guess. So we'll see how that plays out. So again, so that to me just says another season, a mm-hmm. uh, new series, um, both. Well, but definitely a new season because I've been calling that for a long time. And you have, and, th- and then you put it in our thread and even what they did with the Instagram and, and they put out there, oh, it, yeah. was, it was season finale. Right. Yeah. And they did that lo-fi yeah, post. Yeah. It was a low cat mm-hmm. sitting there mm-hmm. sitting there going like countdown to whatever. And it said to the season finale. And you, you brought that up and I'm like, right. I noticed that too. Yeah. So. And yeah. then all the open ending, it's like. Well, yeah. 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 There's the, the more things got more story opened up than, than closed. To, and, so. and, and honestly, the way I look at that is that the, whether or not we get one, I think is going to be subject to outside like real world things rather than, you know, whether or not they want to do it and blah, blah, blah. I think 
without going to the real world with, with what's going on with Disney and all this stuff, I think that is going to have the effect on whether or not we get one from here. I think plan-wise, Filoni, Lucasfilm, all the, you know, all those people, they, I'm guaranteed, have season two all, or, you know, mm -hmm. if not already set, at least a good working, you know, uh, idea of where they want to go. Whether or not we get that is going to be completely up to outside entities at this point, I think. Yeah, because I think there still will be a season season two or something before we get to the events of the movie, the Filoni movie. It would have to be if we yeah. get that. If we if we even get one again, outside factors apply. Okay, well, so yeah. before we get further <laughs> yeah. into that, let's yeah. just go ahead and finish it up. So, um, I mean, we have a weird little moment. So Bean like, looks off into the distance mm -hmm. and then whatever. And I felt for a second and then just... Never mind. Walks away. Then Ahsoka goes looking back out there again, off into the distance, and then is there a she dark turns shadow or something. She turns stars. around. It was just stardust. Forget about shadows in the starlight or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, she looks out there. You know, kind of. She looks like she might see something. Looks away. Looks back at the th you know, whatever she might be seeing, and then she turns around, walks away, and we see Force Ghost Anakin mm -hmm. standing there. So. They can go to different galaxies too. Yep, and that's how it ends. And he's kind of smiling at her. So yeah, yeah. and she smirked. She had that Ahsoka smirk as she turned yeah. away. Yep. yep, yep. So, and that's how season one question mm -hmm. mark of Ahsoka yeah. ends. Yep. So, lots of stuff there to kind of unpack and 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 just digest. <laughs> yeah, and theorize about if yep. you want. Um, but again, like I said, uh, not knowing that this is going to be, you know, going to have more seasons or things, you know, how are they going to continue the story? Normally, I'm pretty patient about, you know, waiting to see how a storyline develops. But when you don't <laughs> know that if there's even going to be another season of it, if they're going to do anything with it um, in a movie or something, uh, it, it's it's kind of hard for me to be happy about this. I agree. You know, I, I mean, it was a good story. It was, it was well done. Of course. Um, overall Rosario Dawson just kills it, killed it, did a fantastic job. I can't imagine anybody else ever playing Ahsoka. Um, and she did it great because she is who she is. Um, you know, other than the constant losing of the bucket for Sabine, uh, she did a great job too, I thought, as Sabine. Um, you know, we got Ezra at the tail end, and that guy did a great job playing Ezra. Uh, they had their their chemistry was really good. They had their banter back to what Rebels fans, you know, know. Um, and then Thrawn, you know, he's a scary guy. Yeah. Yeah, all the Rebels characters were spot on, perfect casting. Um, Chopper was amazing. I mean, he was just like the Chopper in the show. Dumb yep. No, but yeah. So, we didn't get Zeb. Mm -mm. Not a single frame of Zeb. They put him in Mandalorian and then didn't bother to put him. Well, they mentioned him one time. Yeah, yeah. he was training troops. And I had that feeling, though. I'm like, okay, I think just... <laughs> Real world uh, financial reasons, 
this was they probably didn't put him in this show because it would have been too expensive. And there's really no story part for him other no. than being behind yeah. Hera. Or, well, I, mean, I guess he could have flown with Tiva, but I don't know. But Oh, he was hanging out with Tiva at the yeah. yep. at the base over there that we saw in Mandalorian. But yep. that was weird to me. I mean, he was already mocked up, made, made, yep. and all that stuff. So yep. not to use him at all was, not even to hear his voice, nothing, yeah, nothing. was weird to me. I agree. And I, I'm wondering why, why. Because he'll show up in the Rangers of the New Republic. Probably. With the Ghost Crew. Mm, being maybe. A big. I don't know, man. Yeah, no, I agree. It, I did find it odd. A little bit. Other than just the side mention. Which that was done 100% just to explain why he wasn't there. 100%. You think it's also odd you didn't get any Kanan? No. <laughs> no. I know why we didn't get any Kanan. Yeah. But, but thanks for, for asking. <laughs> Kanan's dead. He's in case dead. You don't know. No, no, Jason. I would have liked to see Jason show. No, I mean there made a reason. Yeah, don't not have a kid when a stormtrooper shows yeah. up. Mm-hmm. But would have been cool to see him see Ezra for the first time. Why is he still wearing the stormtrooper armor when he comes out of the shuttle? Anyway? I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Why? More dramatic that way. Yeah. I guess he did have a flair for the dramatic. Him, yep. him and Kanan both he'd done, he'd done that before exactly in the same way like hey yeah <sighs> divas <laughs> so alright the series or the season was a great season um, I do think it's awesome I do want more I especially want more even even more so now um, now that we have so many new storylines that they opened up what what happens with Thrawn what happens with and how are they going to have those storylines coincide they can't they can't have them in the same season or same uh, season now because Thrawn's in a completely different galaxy Ahsoka's got going to have nothing to do with them unless they're packing up to jump into another Purgle Purgle and go back <laughs> you know um, which or something in a temple that's on that planet. Well, if if they do that, then it's oh man, I don't even know. I, I know feel like I'll Sabine's feel. got that. I mean, not Sabine. Uh, Ahsoka's got. I've been to see. I'm still mixing them up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ahsoka's got that particular plan in the back of her head. Like Probably. you know, we could always try that again. Mm-hmm. I think now, like if if I'm I'm pretty confident we're we're going to get season two. I don't think Thrawn's going to be a huge part of it. But he's going to be sprinkled in Mando, mm-hmm. uh, skeleton crew, yeah, whatever show we get, yeah. Because they had the Shadow Council and Mando, we're going to see more of that. But now you can spread him and his threat around all the shows coming up. Well, really, looking at at the arc of the show, the t- it it's definitely used as a vehicle to bring Thrawn into this galaxy, bring him back, so he can start being the big baddie that that's yeah. going to be put in there. Um, why they left uh, Ahsoka and Sabine over there? I'm I I don't know. I question it um, because I'm like I'm I'm with with you, Derek. That usually we're patient, but it, it feels like. I don't know. It feels weird. Like, and and then for me, it's even more because I pay attention to the 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 outside, the real world that I know that can affect yeah. productions, and it really makes me kind of go like, I don't know where this is going to go, and it makes me feel a little bit anxious about 
what we are going to get. Like I said, Joe, I, I'm convinced that they want to do a season two. Whether or not we get one, I don't know. I really don't know, and I don't like that because yeah. of how this ended. And we've all had our shows and stuff that we're really into, and they'll leave it at a cliffhanger because it's the end of the season. Then, boom, we never see what happens. I don't think we'll get that, but... And like you say, especially with current and upcoming movements happening. Yeah, because right so. now, if you know what's going on in Disney, and this is where I'm going to... I'll just break out of this real quick, is the Iger's killed all the movies for the most part, from what I've heard. The only one that even has a, a blip of a life left to it right now is this one that's attached to this. So I'm like, how okay. many Star Wars movies were planned? Three. three. So three, but one just got. So they were, and we'll we'll just touch on this. What, what three were we talking about? Go ahead. The Ray movie. Yep. Okay. The Filoni movie. Yep. And the James Mangold movie. Yep. But recently, in the last James couple Man- weeks, wait, hold on, what's that one? High so Republic, one. old, going back. Well, the to- very beginning, twenty five. Oh, no one's going. No the, one. The Force. No, one, yeah. No so one that one is that. is dead. So gone. I don't think it's dead. I, no, it's dead, but dude. It is dead. So it is dead. Um. Then they were going to the Lando show was still happening, being written by Donald Glover and his brother, who write Atlanta, uh, the, the show I, Atlanta. Yeah, mm-hmm. That has since uh, been reworked into a movie now. Yeah. Right. And Did they kill that movie? No, no. Not this really just okay. came out like two weeks ago. But right, but, no, I no, I heard to him start making. I heard that the show was going to be a movie like longer than two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, officially, yeah. So, but <laughs> okay, but th- this is where I'm going. All these movies projects until we we get like a full on like trailers and stuff like that. I don't. I'm not going to trust any of it. Yeah, I'm not going to trust any of it because the only and even the Ray movie. I don't even know if we're going to get that. I think if anything, if you want to scale and put like, which one will we get guaranteed? The one that right now, depending on, on the hierarchy in, in, in Disney and Lucasfilm, the highest one is Ray. That, that will come. Then will be the Mando. Everything below that, I wouldn't put a penny of a dime of a bet that we would get that. Why would, why would the Ray movie be the highest priority one? Iger. That's Iger's thing. Everything I've read, everything I've seen, it's Iger's. He, that movie was almost gone until Iger came back. And then Iger said, no, we got to bring this up. And this is them trying to... Connect the parks, connect all that This stuff. is them going big money, like trying to go outside and trying to connect everything. And this is when I want to go to his office and go, excuse me, Mr. Iger, that's not going to work. But anyway, I'm not going to go into that rant. But that's what I'm saying. So... I think it's going to be the, the, the Mando movie because I think it's, it's important for what they want to do. I think it's connective tissue between oh, you know, the, the movies and the series. They, that needs to happen if they want to continue that. The Ray movie, I think, is you can get rid of that and no one would care. Definitely that Mango movie, that thing is deader than dirt, man. I'm telling you right now, we will never see anything from that because it's connected to the High Republic. And we, as we talked about before... Nobody's connecting with that material, Nobody not to cares. that level. Nobody cares, unless it's connected to the old, or the original trilogy in some form or fashion. Star, that level of Star Wars is not successful enough to make it. So I think it's gone, rightly so, because I wouldn't have cared one bit if that. Like, oh, we're going to bring this up. Don't care. Ray movie. People care about Old Republic. Yeah, but not to that level. I'm saying, if they're going to spend three hundred million base to make a movie, poof. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, well, 
So hopefully Ahsoka season two is going to happen. I really hope so. <laughs> I do. I hope. I hope. And season two can stay on that planet. They don't need to go outside. Well, I was talking Shin and Balin and Ahsoka Sabine and all that. I mean, that's been talked about. People, yeah. where it's, you know, it's a new way to start a like different, we talked about different last, Star Wars last yeah, mm-hmm. storyline without yeah. relying on the Skywalker saga anymore, even though it is still tied to the Skywalker saga because Ahsoka. Yeah. And, and that's all it and needs. Sabine. But yeah. Um, and and Ahsoka is a, a loved enough character to, to go stand on its own. I, I think uh, wherever, whatever they decide to do with her. Uh, so I could care less if they make more movies at this point in time because we get way more out of a season yeah for star wars than we would for a movie and the shows are of such high quality that you might as well be watching a movie but we're watching a, basically a trilogy in one go because it's that many hours word though is that the star wars content as far as on disney plus is also getting cut and slashed so they're maybe refocusing to get more money is to go to the movies and to get back to that model. That's what I've been reading. That's what I've been hearing. So, hmm. yep. Oh, well. Anyway, that again, real world. This is what I'm saying. All the real world things is. And that's why I'm bringing that because it's going to affect what we're going to get. And that's why I'm curious. I'm like, oh, I don't know what we're going to get because the real world money comes into play, huge. So, I hope we get a season two, though. That being all through that rant, I do. I do. Or at least some way all these storylines get, get told yep. because yep. that's that is gonna bother me that to have such a great character and mm-hmm. so much potential and then it just go away. That's ugh, oh it'd be horrible. Be terrible. Yeah. Okay. So um <laughs> my my mixed feelings of the finale aside, the whole season was great. Great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Great score too by Kevin Kind. I always oh, bring yeah. up the music. You have man, to. he it killed was great. It. it was well done, and he did it with his family. As we come to find out on his social medias, he works with his son, his daughter. Very and cool. They all do the music together. Very and cool. Love the new themes, the old themes. I mean, one of my favorite parts was when uh, Sabine Force pushes Ezra. We hear the Force theme, and it just I don't know. It, even though like it just uh, if it just we're home. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but. The music was great. Both uh, part one and two are on Spotify, Apple Music now. And there's a whole lot of music. The second part has like 50-something tracks. Wow. Dang. So, Balin's theme was amazing. I love it. Thrawn's theme. So, so all high-quality things, uh, even regardless how you feel about Sabine being a Force user now or not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still, you know, Ezra's back home. Thrawn is back, too. And uh, but the the old crew of the ghost is now definitely not reuniting anytime Mm-mm. soon. Uh, but Ahsoka's going to get to spend some more time with Anakin. It looks like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after after all, all right. Well, um, I'm so happy for Hayden Christensen too. Yeah, I mean, um, he's getting the the love he should have yeah. gotten back in the day. Yep. Ever since Obi Wan, and we didn't get enough of him in Obi Wan. Nope. But this, we got a whole lot more than I thought we were going to get of him in this show. Right. And I'm here for it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, that, that part of the whole story was great, too. That was fantastic. Very much enjoyed that. Um, yeah. I mean, for the most part, for me, more positives 
a lot more positives than negatives, mm-hmm. just a couple of negatives. But I think we all are very unhappy about the constant loss of the bucket. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I think other than that, we're, we're all pretty happy with the entire season. All right, guys. Well, some of us have to get out of here. Uh, any final thoughts on the season of Ahsoka? Hopefully the first season of Ahsoka. I cannot wait for gallery. To see all nerd stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I hope gallery, um, it probably won't, but I hope it addresses some of those things. Um, but yeah, great overall, great season. Um, good show. Very good show. A lot of things they they did right, and like you said, a lot more positives than negatives overall. Yeah, so I enjoyed it overall. Thrawn, 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 and that's what. Thrawn, how, Thrawn. What did you think of seeing Thrawn live action? Perfect. I mean, perfect asterisk. <laughs> okay. They they were pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. No, they did a good job. No. Okay. Well. I think with that, I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. We'll figure out something, I'm yep. sure. Uh, yeah. So from this cover to four, I want to remind you, this is the way. This, this is, is the, the way. way.